Good morning, Raboisai. Ah! <laughs> He's looking like, what is going on? These guys are nuts. And they're off. They're a little off, these guys. Lilu Nishmasim Mimirosi Rismas Mordechai. Today's share is sponsored by Binyamin Schwartz in honor of Rabbi Eli Stefanski. I'm sorry I can't be there in person, but I want to personally thank you for making Torah learning exciting and enjoyable. <clears throat> you have made something that I always thought was impossible become truly possible. May you have a safe journey home. And you, with your entire family, should be blessed with only bracha and simcha. So I want to thank Binyamin. He set up yesterday. He helped set up with others. So Yishkar Binyamin, I understand you can't be here today. Thanks. The Kessel family who are here today, Rufur Shlema for Alizatov, Bas Esther Gruna. You can see Moshe Ben Sara, Pinchas Oh, now they're taking advantage of this thing. Pinchas Ben Talia, Simcha, Simcha Liza, Bas Klara, Yudha Yosef Ben Rivka, Esther. We charge by the name, my friend. And by Michael Ben Mel, in memory of his mother, the Baruch Hashem, Shmuel, Zechron Levrocha, and father-in-law, Menachem Mendel, Ben Elchanan, Zechron Levrocha. Um, just a few emails. We'll go real quickly because we're kind of late. I'm not going to say this guy's name. He doesn't really care, but I don't think it's uh, the right thing. I want you to know that you have a great part in saving my life. I have an addiction to certain things. We shall remain that which shall remain nameless. I'm in recovery, and recovery never ends. It's kind of like the Dafla Havdal. Anyone who knows of addiction knows its struggles. For me, it can be said that it drove me insane, almost to the point of divorce and almost suicide due to a bad reaction to the medication. But Chazdi Hashem made major strides in my recovery, my learning to have real Bitochen Hashem. I was in Kabbalah last year and so I was started to learn Chavis Al-Vavis 2.7 times for the purchase of the covet of Atta Horeisa. That Limud has changed my life. I think there should be also be a Chavis Al-Vavis Yoymi. The Sefer is transformative. When learned properly, I've toyed a couple times in the past doing daf yoimi, but I was never able to last due to my constantly evolving schedule and my, fi- and my five amazingly insane kids that keep me on my toes with their own learning difficulties. A little more than a month ago, I saw the OU daf yoimi initiative. So knowing that I've done sukkah twice, I said, let's give it a shot. Well, we're 35 daf in and I'm still going strong. I made myself an Excel chart. Da-da-da-da-da. And I listened to all the shiurim, work at home throughout the day, sometimes while doing the yard work. <clears throat> Some point, I make sure to go over the Gemara inside, even if it's a couple of days later. I don't know how long this will last, but I'm enjoying it, and, it's, and the Mechaev is amazing. This learning has been saving my life. There's a lot of eternal work to be done, a lot of damage to be rectified, but the learning of the Dav has given me a new drive. For that, I am forever grateful. You should tell the Olam that if they ever feel they have fallen behind, there are shurim out there that do a comprehensive and quick review of the daf. They should listen to either Rabbi Zechariah Resnick or Gavriel Friedman. Gav, he's in our R Merkaz every week. Through all through the OU All Daf website. Yours truly. Da 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 da. Okay, very good. Shkoyach, Shnevatzlocha, and Refua, whatever you need. And this is by Rafi Segelstein. Ah. Thank you, your wife, family, friends, crew, here, world-renowned, following the, the chiyos of my day. I've thought about learning Mesechat Sukkah a few times. When thinking about learning from the Sefer and even art school, it has life yet not born. When I hear you share every day, I feel the life in the words, there's a Shaila it's a Raya, and so on. I will admit I don't listen to you share while looking in the Gemara, yet I feel I'm learning more from the way you teach with such chiyos and a bren. I started listening to you on a podcast, the kids are just for you to read, okay. Again, keep up the great work. You're being Mizak the Rabbim and making Gemara great again. You're a great inspiration and your schus. May you hear more people appreciate the sweetness of Gemara. The Rabbim ends off the same Ayyad. P.S. I usually learn the daf while I'm working, and when I don't start the daf right away, work is a little slow. Once I plug into the shear, I get into the rhythm and it's smooth sailing from there. See, it helps work also. All right, Rabbi Sai, so here we are. The final, final day, I hope, I hope I get out of here today. You never know with different, uh, the COVID regulations, I don't know. But Bezer Hashem, this is the final one. The next planned trip back to the States, what is that, Yosef? What are you doing here, Benzev? I heard you guys have enough people here. Yosef Benzev from Chicago. Well, you were born here, no? Weren't you born in Rockaway? 
Yeah, wow. Shkoyach. Anyway, so my next planned trip is Pesach. It's quite a while, more than half a year. And Be'ez uh, Shem, I don't have a plan yet, uh, you know, but I'll try to stop in to Farakway on my way to Chicago in another half a year or so. It was interesting, I met a famous character here, and everybody knows this guy, this morning, who does the shear. And I said, what's going on? You still doing? He said, yeah, but you know, I had, um, I, I was moving. I was moving. So I'm thinking to myself, I didn't tell him, I said, I moved and made a wedding the same week. And I have to prepare a shear. You can't give me 40 minutes of your time. Come on. Like, what's, what's the big shear? So you're moving. So, okay, whatever. Hopefully he hears this and he takes the Moser. All right, so we're holding today Daf Mem. All the way down by Taima the Lulav, because yesterday was a very short daf, so we decided we're going to go a few lines into the daf. We don't do it. It's a little bit of an iser to go into the next day's daf, but we did it anyway. Two, four, six, eight, ten, uh, ten, eleven lines down. So I want to just give you, I did this chart because I felt like I was missing a little bit something yesterday. Maybe this will help a little bit in Hilcha Shemitah. Just to get a basic, this isn't in a nutshell, not, this is not all Hilcha Shemitah because Hilcha Shemitah is a safer this big. Just to get, to wrap our heads around it so it's not that difficult, we're not scared of the concepts, the very, very simple, just there are details within these concepts. Number one, there's the Isra Avoida Basada, you're not allowed to work your field. So you cannot plow the field, you can't trim the trees, etc., etc. So those, all those halachas. So if you own a field, or even in a garden, whatever it is, there's an iser to work your field on Shemitah. Next halacha, which we discussed yesterday, iser shmira. It's also to fence in your field. It's also to, to tell people to stay away from the fruit. It's hefker. Everybody can do whatever they want with all the trees. That's why, well, I was saying how people go into the fields for Shregim. That's this coming year, not this year. In other words, right now we're in the sixth year. So what they do is, to get away from all the problems for Esregim in Eretz Israel right now, they cut all the Esregim now. So it's Hanata, first of all, it grew this year, and it's also Lakita this year, so there's no problem. The issue is next year. Next year, people go into the fields, it's a free-for-all. I don't know how they actually bring these Esregim to America. I have no idea. Maybe somebody will tell me later. Like, how do they, some sort of trick with a Bezdin, I don't know what they do exactly. Okay, so that's Isr Shmira. Then you have Biur Peres. We also touched upon it yesterday. And that's that every fruit has a certain expiring date. So if there's a fruit, you have an apple, at a certain point you have to get rid of it. When's the expiring date? When it's no longer in the field, when the animals are looking, searching for that particular food, they can't find it. That's the expiration date. Okay. And then you have Kedusha Shviyas, which we're going to be discussing today, that there's a special Kedusha that goes into the fruit, and how exactly can you use these fruit? What could you do with it? So yesterday we saw Taisvis Rashi, you're allowed to eat, you're allowed to drink, you're allowed to anoint yourself, and you're allowed to light it. I don't know if I mentioned that fourth one. You're allowed to use it as fire. And that's what we're going to be discussing today, basically. So let's see inside. Yeah, you get it? These are the basic rules of Shemitah. It's kind of all over the place. From not letting people into your field that's Osir, not working your field that we're familiar with. Those are the the, the loisases. And then you have how you take care of your fruit, what could you do with your fruit, etc. Taima, says the Gemara, Taima, the little barshishis, hanichnas l'shviyasu. So, yesterday we explained that the Lulav is from the sixth year. And the Esroi is a problem. It's in the seventh year. Ha, the Shvi is Kadosh. Seems like if the Lulav, and I even mentioned yesterday that it's the reverse. Who is that, Avi? Avi Kamiansky, get over here. Come on. Get over here, Avi. Come on. No. Shavalechim Avi. With the mask, of course. Ah, I'm a chaya. Who needs this stuff? You have Yosef and Zev in the house. You have my mechotin. 
You know, I was going to call you up, but you're a shy guy. <laughs> you want to come to the front? <laughs> Thanks for coming. What are you doing there? What? So that's it, you're back. How's the safari? We got to talk. Yeah. Okay. I'm Bezer Hashem going on a similar trip than, that he did with his Mishpacha after Sukkot, if everything works out. Okay. I'll let you know. We'll do some shiurim from the safari with the lions and everything. It's going to be gewaldic. So it seems like this. Okay, so we said yesterday, if the lulav is on the sixth year, from the sixth year, it's great. But if the lulav is from the seventh year, that's a problem, and the esrik might not be a problem then. But why is a lulav a problem? What's a lulav? Lulav is not a fruit. What's a lulav? A piece of wood. A might. Eitzim ba'almahu. Just wood. The eitzim ain't bohem. Meshom kedushas shviyas. Sigmar so just says a statement. Wood doesn't have Kedusha. There's no Kedusha of Shemitah that goes into the Lulav. So what's the problem? Sixth year, seventh year, it's all the same. You can do whatever you want with it. Bisnan, because it says in the Mishnah, Ali Konim Ali Gfanim. So you have two types of leaves that could go both ways. You could use them as food for animals, or you could use it as firewood. So the halacha is, shegivvam l'choiva or l'chuba. The point of the word is, Rashi says, it means l'hachbi, like to, to hide. L'choiva, the Arshwal writes it l'choiva. The other ones, my Gemara says l'chuba. Fine. Alpnei asada. You gathered them to keep for later on. Likta l'achila, so it depends. Now it's a very interesting halacha. You have an item that it depends on what you decide in your mind. This is dependent on your machshava. If you gather it to eat for your animal, then it becomes kadosh. But if you did it for firewood, now what about a lulav? A lulav is not for eating. You can't eat a lulav. Who eats a lulav? It's wood. So therefore, what is it for? It's for a broom or for whatever else you're doing with it. Forget the mitzvah part. What else do you do with a lulav? You sweep the floor with it. So it should automatically be a piece of wood that's not for eating and shouldn't have any kedusha at all. Says the Gemara, Shani Hosam Damakra Lochem Laachla. The Torah doesn't say this should be for food. It says this should be for you for food. What does for you for food mean? The word Lochem is extra. So what do we do with this lochem, according to the Chachamim? Very interesting. You know what? Let me show you this chart. It might confuse you more than the whole sugya, but it's a chart nevertheless. It's colorful, so whatever. Pretend you understand it. You have this pasuk in the center. Lochem lachla. I want to explain to you how I feel the sugya goes in one shot, in like one piece. You have lochem lachla. Shalom Aleichem Rabbi Yossi. Everybody's coming in here. All the way from Muncie. Yossi Klein. Rabbi said, you got to give him a round of applause. <laughs> he gave out over 1,800 Gemaras just for Sukkah. Yuma also. 1,800 Gemaras. I mean, there's a lot of people that, that women starved him as well. Yeah, that's true. Fine. But it's crazy how many people started learning Torah because of that initiative. Lochem Lachla. It's for you to eat. So there's two ways to learn the Pasuk. According to Chachamim, What does that mean? You take the word La'achla and you say that whatever food means, the terms of food, that's where you can use other things as well. So eating, what happens when you eat? You enjoy, you benefit from it as you're consuming it, as you're destroying it. So those two things happen simultaneously. The benefit and the destroying part of it happen together. So that means I'm allowed to eat something. I'm allowed to drink something. I'm allowed to light a fire. I'm allowed to light fuel because as I'm consuming the fuel, I am benefiting from the light of the fuel. And the fourth thing is I'm allowed to anoint myself with it. As I'm smearing it on my body, I'm destroying it and enjoying myself. What can I not do? I cannot take wine and put it in the laundry machine. Those days, believe it or not, <laughs> imagine living 2,000 years ago, they didn't have detergent. So sometimes they'd use some wine. 
You put the wine in the, in, the, in the laundry machine, the moment you put it on your clothing, it's destroyed. The benefit only happens a half hour later when the cycle is done. Or, for instance, wood that you're using as coals. So first you burn the wood to a coal. So now you just destroyed it. You're only benefiting from it after it's a coal. So they don't happen simultaneously. That's Chachamim. Chachamim say that in order to benefit from Shemitah, from food, you have to have these two things together. You have to benefit and destroy it simultaneously. That's why it says Lochem. You could enjoy whatever you want. Lochem. But it has to be like Achla, like food, which happens, the Hana and the destroying part happen together. Everybody else argues, and he says, Shavelakal. Just like food, every human being must eat. So too, it has to be something that everybody does. Everybody bathes themselves. Everybody uses fire. And everybody drinks and eats. But not everybody, well, laundry, everybody does. So he'll hold that it's mutter to do laundry with wine. Where Chacham say it's also to do laundry with wine. Why? Because it doesn't happen simultaneously. Where Rabbi says, since it's something that's shove bakal, Everybody does laundry. There are certain things that not everybody does. For instance, medicine. Not everybody's sick. So to use Shemitah food for medicine, according to Rabbi Yaisi, is Asr. According to Chacham, it might be also Asr because it doesn't happen simultaneously unless you're uh, you know, eating a pill or something. But if it's like a cast, like we're going to talk about, something like that, that happens later on, then it's not. Fine. What's very interesting here, and I just want to point it out now, we're going to see it in the sugya. Slightly confusing, but not. We have the chart here. There are two things that come out of this possible. One thing is that when you have food, how can you use that food? That's what we just discussed. When you have food, you can eat it. You can drink it. You can't use it for laundry. But there's something else that comes out from the possible. Very different, but similar. What's included in the category? What's in the category? So, for instance, now we're talking about a lulav. Wood. Is wood part of the category? Well, wood is not something that you eat and benefit right away from it, maybe. Let's see. So, it also tells us the category. Lachem Lacho will tell us what becomes Kaddish, what doesn't become Kaddish. You see, wood, or, yeah, wood. Wine always becomes Kaddish. Even if you're using it for laundry, it's food, which is Kaddish, and you cannot use it for laundry. But there are items like wood that don't even become Kaddish. They're not even in that category. They're not in the category of food. Because Lachem Lachla. So let's see inside. Says the Gemara, Shani Lachem Lachla. Those two words. It's for you to eat. It should just say to eat. So Lachem tells us, Lachem Dumiadala you could use a lot of things, but it has to be similar to eating. When you benefit from it, and it's consumed at the same time, Now, wood, Rashi explains, We might not understand it 100% because it doesn't really work like that in our days. Maybe if you're making a barbecue. But the way they used to, we could understand a little bit, the way they used wood, they took a piece of wood, they burnt it, waited a half an hour or whatever it is until it becomes a coal, and only then they cooked on it. Not like us, like we cook when there's a fire, when there's a flame. They waited until it died down, only then. So then you had beer first and hana afterwards. They're not together. The hana and the beer don't go together. Therefore, it's not Kaddish at all. Then it, it's not even in the category of Kedusha. Wine, any food is automatically in the category of Kedusha, but how can you consume it on Shemitah? It has to be Hanasi Bir Shava. It's a little tricky. You hear what I'm saying here? It's not that bad. First, you have food. All food is in the category, just the, just the Pasuk tells us how can you consume all food. The only way to consume food is if you're consuming it like eating. Hana and destroying it together one shot. And then you have something completely different. What is in the category? Also from the same Pasuk, but completely different. 
Wood is not even in the category. Forget about how you consume it and how you don't consume it. It's not in the category of Kedusha. Kedusha never grabs onto wood. Okay. Ask the Gemara, wait a minute. There's a type of wood that's very oily. You use it as a torch. You light it up right now. And because it has a lot of oil, it gives off a nice bright light. So as you're consuming it, you're benefiting from it. So why is this not in the category? This should be in the category of food. You're right. There is one out of a million type of wood out there. There's one wood that, that fits the category. But since all wood, Rashi says some uh, Alushan is very interesting. Wood wasn't given to man to use as a torch. Wood was given for something else. It was given to make coals, but not to walk around like this. And therefore, it's not considered in the category. Says the Gemara. Now there's two ways to read this Gemara. One way is to add on the word Stam. And that would mean, what do you do with wood? How do you typically use wood? Do you typically use it for firewood? Or do you typically use it for something else? That's not our girsa. Our girsa is, Okay, now let's see Rashi. Very, very interesting Rashi. I thought the Lushan, just because the Lushan is amazing, so we should see it inside. Like eight lines from the bottom. Rashi says, I, I was troubled since I'm a young person. I tried my entire life to figure out the other girsa here. Stam? I can't. So I thought it's amazing. Rashi, what we have today is not, oh, Rashi just got it and he just wrote it. Who's Tereach and everything. You see here that something bothered him his entire life. I'm unable to. And he's very happy that he found the girsa like we have it written in our Gemara without the word Stam. The Machloikis is if there's a halacha at all. If there's Shemitah by a tree, not, if, the, if you have the word Stam, so then the Machloikis is, what do you do with wood? What's typical for wood? Okay, go out and ask people, I don't know, do, do, a, do some research on it and figure it out. No, there's a Machloikis, do we have the Halachas of Shemitah when it comes to trees? Okay. You cannot use the fruit of Shemitah because they have Gdusha in them. So you can't use it to soak the wool, not to do laundry with the wine. Right? Both of them are wine. Why? Because once again, you don't have The Hana that comes from laundry is only when you're done with the laundry. But you ruined it all the way in the beginning of the process, so it's not together. Therefore, you can't use wine. Rabbi Yaisi says, it's not a problem. Explains the Gemara, my time is down It has to be for eating. In other words, it has to happen at the same time and not like laundry. My time is there, Rabbi you, you could use wine on Shemitah to do your laundry. Why? Because the Torah says Lochem. So what's the Tanakam going to do? He's right. It says Lochem. It should be yours. So then they explain. No. Lochem means Lochem La'achla. Not just Lochem. Because if it was Lochem, then why did they say La'achla? Just say Lochem. Do whatever you want to do with it. Why does it say La'achla? You must eat it. No, you don't. You don't have to eat it, but it has to be similar to eating. When you benefit from it and you destroy it, you consume it, they have to be at the same exact time. Yatsu Mishra, soaking 
the wool. Ukvusan doing laundry. Shana First, you destroy the wine. It's not valuable. Once you put it into a bunch of clothes, dirty clothes. Imagine those days. Muddy, dirty clothes. You pour the wine in. That's it. God, nobody's going to drink that wine. So you mevari right then. When's the benefit? Two hours later, whenever the laundry is done. Rabbi Yossi, let's just explain. Rabbi Yossi, Oksiv, La'achla. Rabbi Yossi said, but, but it does say in the Pasuk, La'achla, not just you can do whatever you want, laundry, whatever. It has to be for eating, similar to eating. Melugma means medicinal purposes, such as taking that food and making a cast out of it. So, let's see what we have here. Oh. So, it says, here's food. So, Rabbi Yossi says, food like this, but not... Medicine. Okay. Kidasanya lachla vilayla milugma. Says in Maratoyma lach vilayla milugma that the word lachla comes to exclude medicine, that you cannot use Shemitah food for medicine. Maybe the word lachla comes to say that you cannot use food for laundry. But wait a minute, it says lachem. Lochem la'achla. Lochem comes to include laundry. So what's the obvious question? Who told you it comes to include laundry? Maybe it comes to include medicine. Where did you get that idea from? Who told you which one to, to, to include and which one to exclude? We're just turning to Daf Mem on the base, sponsored by the MDY Tailing Group. For all those who need Shiduchim, refusing Yeshua's, please join TailingDaf.com. Says the Gemara, I'll tell you why. Laundry is something that everybody needs to do. Everybody takes care of the laundry. Unless you're my nephew. When he came back from camp, his mother noticed that the suitcase, every pair of underwear was folded exactly like she folded it when she sent him to camp. Everyone. Not kidding. Nice to show you. This is going back a few years. The kid grew up a little bit. I guess, yeah, you can be medayin here, different things. If you're an Adam, you do laundry. Therefore, he, he rather learn that oichal comes to exclude refuah and medicine because it's not something that people do every day. Sick people need medicine. But every day people do laundry. Memela what? So wood, according to Rabbi Yossi, what about a luluv? Wood. So wood is shavel chaladam. It's something that everybody uses every day. Everybody uses a broom. What do you do with a luluv? If, if you're not doing a mitzvah with it. You, you sweep up your floor in those days. Imagine. They didn't have the fancy brooms that we have today. They use, they use the lulavim. So shavel chaladam is something that... So Rabbi Yossi holds. Since it's shavel chaladam... You hear what's going on here? It's shavel chaladam, then that puts it into the category. Then it becomes And it would be what? It would be Asr. And according to Chachamim, there's no Gdusha on a broom. Why? Because if you burn, you burn wood, the coals only happen afterwards. So you're burning it now, you're consuming it now, and the benefit only happens afterwards. So there's no Kedusha on a lulav on wood. And according to Rabbi Yossi, there is Kedusha on wood. So there's a major machlaik. That's what the Gemara started off saying. If you go back 15 lines, that's the machlaik. Does wood have Kedusha of Shemitah or not? So there's going to be a question in the Dirshu test. You've got to know this. Does wood have Kedusha for Shemitah? Any wood, two by four. According to Rabbi Yossi, that it has to be something that's equal for everybody. Everybody uses wood. Oh, so everybody uses a lulav. Therefore, lulavim have, and not, not for the mitzvah. They use lulav for a broom. So it's shavel chaladam. Then it has kedusha shemit on it. And according to Chachamim, it has nothing to do with using, everybody using it. It only has to do with something that's consumed and benefited at the same time. 
And wood is not one of those things, so it's not even in the category of something that has Kedusha of Shemitah. Says the Gemara, Man Tana Lahad Tana Rabbanon. Pay attention over here. I want to ask you a question when we're done these four lines. Man Tana Lahad Tana Rabbanon. So I have a brisa. I want to know who said it. Laachlam Veloi Limelugma. When the Torah says that something has kedusha of Shemitah, and you got to be careful. You have to eat it only. Don't do other things with it. Don't throw it out. Don't do it. Veloi Limelugma. But you cannot use food of Shemitah for medicine. Don't take the food and use it to spray in your room and make a, a nice good smell. Disgusting. This is something to induce vomit. Yeah, the famous Maisa. All right, we don't. Okay, fine. Next. Kiman Kirbioisi. Got to catch a flight. Mice is later. Keman. So who's the one that says that this is usher? It's usher to use the food for all these other things, for good smell, for, for vomit. For all, it's usher. Kirbyoisi. says that it's not shavalakal. Right? It has to be something that's shavalakal. You could... If it's something that you could that everybody eats, you could use it. But if you're going to use food to induce vomit, not everybody wants to induce vomit. Only if you're Mishugayim out there. So that's not Shavalakal. Not Shavalakal. Then you cannot use it. So look what the Gemara says here. This is very interesting. The Ira Banan. Ha'ikenami Mishro Kvusa. If this Brisa was Rabbanon, the list goes on. It's also according to Rabbanon to use wine for laundry. And it doesn't say it. Since it doesn't say it, it gives you a whole list of things that you can't do. You can't use food for medicine. You can't use food for good smell. You can't use food for vomit. What should it say? And you can't use food for laundry. But it doesn't say you can't use food for laundry. Therefore, it doesn't go according to Chachamim. But here's my question. So what do Chachamim hold? Could you use food for vomit, could you use food for a good smell? The Gemara says that this brisa goes according to Rabbi Yaisi. Rabbi Yaisi holds that you cannot use food for zilof. You cannot use food for apikvizin. What about Chachamim? What do they hold in that case? So it seems like from here that Chachamim agree to Rabbi Yaisi. Because the Gemara says, Ikenami mishro kvuso. In other words, we agree with you to that point that has to be shovel call. We agree with you that you cannot use food for funny things like making the room smell good and medicine. But we also say that wine is also to use for laundry. So we cannot fit into this b'risa, but we agree to this b'risa. It's very interesting. So somebody asks you the question, what do Chacham hold about using food for other things? The answer is that according to Chacham, it's also to use food for these other categories. Omer Rebbe Lazar. Ein Shviz. We're starting a brand new sugi, Rebbe Isai. Brand new. So if you're spacing out in this one, brand new. New Masechta, new sugya. <clears throat> we actually discussed a little bit yesterday's daf. There's a concept of Shemitah has Kedusha. The fruit have Kedusha. So what happens when you buy fruit from somebody? You get a fruit that's Kaddish. What happens to the money? The money becomes Kaddish. We have in uh, Meiser Shani, which we also discussed yesterday, Meiser Shani. I have a bunch of fruit, 10% of my produce, whatever is left over. I need to bring this 10% to Yerushalayim and eat it in Yerushalayim. That fruit has Gdusha. But if I don't want to schlep the fruit to Yerushalayim, so what do I do? I'm Chalet, I transfer the Gdusha from the fruit into cash. And I bring the cash to Yerushalayim. It's much easier to bring a bunch of $100 bills than 500 pounds of apples. But over there, it's a little different. Over there, all the Gdusha leaves the apples and goes into the cash. Over here, it's not like that. By Shemitah, when I buy fruit, then L'chaira, the money 
becomes Kaddish and the fruit also remain Kaddish, as we'll see. Says the Gemara like this. Omar Rebbe Elazar, Ein Shviz Mishalelas Elo Derech Mikach. If I want the, the Gdusha to transfer into the money, it must be done through buying and selling. Rabbi Yochanan Omar, Bein Derech Mekach, Bein Derech Chilul. I could also say it. I could also say, oh, I'm transferring Gdusha into something else. So if you remember yesterday, we were talking about the Amoritz. You, by mistake, bought an Esrik from an Amoritz. And what's the concern? That Amoritz is going to go, and the next day, he's going to use it for business. And he's not supposed to. He's only supposed to buy three meals with the money. He can't do business with it. So the Gemara gave an Eitzah. What do you do? You say, the money I gave the Amaretz yesterday, the Kedusha should transfer to my fruit in my house. Remember that? Yeah, anybody? We're transferring, taking away the Kedusha from the Amaretz and putting it in the fruit. So you have to see Taisvis, top Taisvis. Tais says... This that we learned, this halacha, that I could transfer the Gdusha away from the Amoretz into my, into my house. According to this man, the Omer, according to Rebbe Lazar, Rebbe Lazar says the only way to transfer Kedusha from one thing to another thing is by selling it. So what happened to Amoretz? I already bought my Esri from the Amaretz. The money is in the Amaretz's bank account. Later on, I wake up and say, Oy vey, I made a big boo-boo here. I need to do tshuva. The Amaretz, I don't want to be machshalim. He's going to do business with the money. So what do I do? I say, the, the fruit of my house should grab all the gedusha out of that guy's bank account. The gedusha should leave the bank account and go into my fruit. He says, Tysus doesn't work. It doesn't work. But we said it does work. Why doesn't it work? Because the Gemara here says that according to Rebbe Lazar, it only works if you buy and sell. It's too late. It's already in the guy's bank. The answer is, it doesn't work, but it's a knas. I force you to do it as a knas. Okay. That's step one. Rabbi Yochanan says, you don't need to buy and sell. You can just be mechalal. You can just say the words and the kedusha transfers. That's not my phone. Ooh, Baruch Hashem. Okay, no, because when that happens to me, when my phone starts ringing, YouTube goes off, and it's usually my brother that calls me, and then I get upset at him, all things. Okay. Says the Gemara. My time in the Rebbe Why is it, does it only happen when you buy and sell, and not just by saying it? And Rashi says, Yoivel and Shemitah are identical. Right? Yoivel is seven times the seven-year cycle, so it's identical. We're talking about smichos, there's two psukim next to each other. Oh, we're talking about buying and selling. The only way to do it is by buying and selling. And why does Rebbe say it could also happen without buying and selling? The word Kodesh, it has Gdusha like a carbon. So here's the Pasuk somewhere. Here's the Pasuk. You have an animal that's a carbon. But something happened to it. And as a mom, whatever, you can't bring it on the Mizbech. So what do you do? It's stuck. It's already a carbon. So I'm going to transfer the Gdusha from the carbon into something else. The Pasuk tells us how to do it. Pasuk says, You could be paidet. You just redeem it. With money. You have to add a fifth. There's another way to do it. You could sell it. Okay, so there's two ways. Selling, but also to be paida, to redeem it with money. That's what we're talking about over here. The two things. So Rebbe says, look, Shemitah is similar to a carbon. Why? Because Shemitah says the word Kaidish, like a carbon. Two things work for it, selling and also redeeming. Ashvi is so too by Shemitah. But at the end of the day, the Pasik says selling, like Rabbi Lazar Tainit. 
We all know, I just got an a, a email, sharp email from somebody. He says, oh, I love you, but you're not careful with Avak Lashonhara. He wasn't very, Avak Lashonhara. No, should be careful. He didn't tell me what I said exactly. Then later on, I saw a different email. I didn't read the whole thing. He says, I'm sorry for being so tough on you. Something like, I don't know, something like that. Okay. There's a, there's a concept of, of Avak. What is Avak? In this case, it's interesting. Avak usually means the lesser thing. The lesser Avera, so to speak. So what is the lesser Avera? Over here we have a Loisase, which is very tough, very strong. And if you're over and you get Malchus, then you have the Asay, a Mitzvah Asay. So, Kama, look how strong it is. Kama, Kasha, Avkoshul Shvius. Even if you're over in, a, in the Asay of Shvius, Adam, Noisev, Noisev, Perishvius. The Isra that we know in Shemitah is to work the field. That's an Isra Loisase. You work the field, you get beat up, you get Malchus. But we're talking about the other Isser, which is Asay. Doing business with the fruit of Shemitah. Look how, look how difficult it is. You're going to end up, you think you're making money, at the end you're going to sell all your belongings. It says, you're going to come back. And it keeps on going. And at the end, you're going to sell your daughter, you're going to sell yourself. If you don't do tshuva, then you're going to sell yourself as a slave. Look at Taizah for a second. Taizah deva ma'asak avkesh shviyas. Says Taizah is the second Taizah from top. Iker iser ba'avoydas karka. The main iser of Shemitah is to work the field. You're going charisho, zriyot, to plow, and to seed it. Avol maso, maton, to do business. Enu ela asay ba'alma. It's only a simple asay. Because the Torah says you should eat it and don't do business with it. Because you did business. That's why he came here. Says Taisus. And this is a Yisoyed for life. When we do business and we think, oh, we'll do a shtickle shtick. We'll ganva a little bit. It won't be that straight. We'll take another grand in our pocket, but it's, it's Kedai, because we need the money right now. The other guy doesn't need it that much. So we'll, at the end of the day, you don't have anything from it. Nothing, zero. When you make money, when it's not 100% glat, it's not 100% straight, you don't gain a penny. You think that you gain, you see it in your bank account, it did it did deposit in the bank account. Then later on, Rahmal Islam, you have to fix your car. You don't know why. And then, uh, or worse, medical issues, whatever it is. At the end of the day, you're not going to have a penny from taking money. Shaloi kahalacha, says Taisus. Ba'avoyin masu baloi mida keneged mida. A person is going to end up selling all his belongings, including himself and his own daughter. As I state in Gemara. Says the Gemara, oh, there's a Maisa, Shikamataya, that I read. It's Chasidish Maisa. I say Kimataya, probably never happened. But the lesson is very true. The lesson is a, good, is a good lesson. There was a guy that knocked on someone's door, and the, the woman opens up the door, and she faints. So the husband comes and says, What's going on here? She says, This is my ex husband. He was a very wealthy man. And what happened was, a poor person came to the door, and he was very mean to him, and he threw them down the stairs, the whole thing kicked him out of the house. And from that day on, we saw that his income kept going down and down and down, until, here he is, he's at the door. So her husband says, hey, you know that guy, I was that honey, I'm that guy. So it's a Maizik Shemataya. But the point is, it's a strong point, it's the Mida Kenegin Mida. You have to be careful how we deal with the Anim, that it shouldn't happen. There's another Maisa, oh, another Maisa, Rebbe Shemaisa. There's once a guy who, a very wealthy guy, and uh, one of these Mishulachim came to him and said, Can I shmek your tabak? I have a little sniff of your tabak. He said, No, not you. Uh, me, my friends, not you. And of course, he started going down and down and down until he lost all. So he goes to the Rebbe. He says, Rebbe, what should I do? 
um, I see that I lost all everything I had, and not only that, I see the guy that wanted the tabak, he became a wealthy dude. So I could, I could tell that one thing has to do with the other. So the Rebbe says, it's very poshant. What you do is, you go to him, and you ask him for tabak. If he doesn't give you some of his, how do you say tabak in English? Snuff. If he doesn't give you some of his snuff, then it's going to reverse itself. Don't worry about it. So the guy was very smart. He sat there and he figured that if he goes to him, stam like in shul, whatever, he's going to give him the snuff. He has to go at the right time where it's going to be impossible for him to give him. He figured out that this guy is making a chasana on Monday and he's going to wait until the chasana. So, sure enough, the chasana comes. In the middle of the chuppah, middle of the chuppah, they're doing the seven things. The guy comes knocking. And uh, snuff. So the guy says, yeah, I He takes out the snuff. So the guy starts crying. He says, why are you crying? He says, this is my one chance. I could have had it all back. I didn't get it. There's also another message. But it's a, it's a good, good lesson. Good lesson. Zog the Gemara. Says the Gemara. We don't learn it from a carbon. So what does he do with the word Kodesh? Just like this Pasuk, you see over here, says Rebbe Lazar, you could take just like by an animal, money, you can redeem an animal with money, and the money becomes Kaddish, so too, when it comes to Shemitah, if I do a switcheroo, and we're going to see here, they're coming up Sugya, the Kedusha transfers into the money, but guess what? It stays in the fruit also. It could transfer, but it has power to stay. Not like Meister Shani, when you transfer from the fruit into the money, the fruit becomes just regular chulin and I can eat it anywhere. Over here it's different. We have a b'raisa like each one of them. Is the only way to transfer Kedusha into something else through buying or there's another way by redeeming? That it's only through buying. The, the Shemitah goes into the money because it says, If you're going to compare it to an animal, a carbon, you know what happens? The animal goes completely free. It's completely not Kaddish anymore when you transfer the Kedusha into money. So Shemitah, it should be as is, it should remain. Okay, it's sad. Look at this. This is the, the, the Raya. If you buy, if you, you, you do, um, what's it called? When you buy, uh, uh, not with money, but with another product. You barter. Thank you. You barter. You went to the butcher shop and you gave him a bag full of apples for a pound of meat. Remember, we discussed this thing right over here. Right over here, there's a beer paris. You have to destroy the fruit at a certain time. So you have to destroy the meat, you have to destroy the fruit. In other words, the meat has kedusha to it. And what happened to the kedusha of the fruit? It didn't transfer 100% into the meat. It remains in the fruit. But what about step three? Step one is the apple. The apple went, the Gdusha, you bought meat with it. So the Gdusha transferred from the apple to the meat. They're both Kaddish. Now step three is that there's fish. You're going to buy fish with the meat. So what happens is, Now from step two to three, the Gdusha completely leaves. The Gdusha remains in the apple. Believes the meat and goes into the fish. Then he went step four. He bought wine with the fish. So what happens? 
The Gdusha leaves the fish and goes into the wine. Then he bought oil. The Gdusha leaves the wine and goes into the oil. So the Gemara explains. The last, last thing that you buy and barter, the Gdusha remains. The first one and the last one always have Gdusha. The guys in the middle, the Gdusha could be transferred off completely. Alma, but we see from here one thing. Derech mekach in derech The whole time it keeps on saying lokach, lokach, lokach. Lokach means to buy. That's what it means. It doesn't mean to take. It means to buy. So you see that the only way to transfer Gedusha is by buying and not by redeeming. Derech not through redeeming. Time to go say the Rabbi Yochanan. And we also have a right. Rabbi Yochanan, Echad Shviz, Echad Sheni. Mishalalin, here we have Mishalalin, you could redeem Al-Behema Chayavayv. You could take Maishr Shani that we know, you could redeem it to money, to anything else. We're talking about Shemitah here. Shemitah, you could take the fruit of Shemitah and put it into an animal. A bird. Whether it's alive or dead. Ben Chaim Ben Shchutim. Shchutim You cannot do it to live animals. Since we have a chiv of biur, you have to destroy anything that's kadosh, right? There's different times. There's an expiration date to all this fruit. So the expiration date also transfers into the animal. But if you have a live animal, you're not going to destroy it. You want to do business with it. You want the animal to go and reproduce. So I'm, I'm concerned, and therefore you cannot transfer into live animals. Omarava, just two more lines. Machloik is top of mem aleph amid aleph. Machloik is b'scharim avod b'nekevoyz dirakol ashchutim ischalim alchaimim ischalim. On a female, everybody agrees that it's also exam shemi galim and adarim. The whole the whole machloik is on a zacher because a zacher do we have exam because maybe you'll do the same thing with the nekeva. A zacher you're not going to reproduce, right? It's not there for reproduction. But the shaila the exam is maybe you'll. Mistake it next time for an Akeva, you'll do the same thing on an Akeva. Raboisai, it's been a tremendous, tremendous pleasure. It was tremendous chizok. Thanks for coming out today. Yishkoyach for coming. Yishkoyach Bobi Yishalayim. Yishkoyach Avi. Wow. Where are you? Where are you? You're in New York?